Good morning. Guess what tomorrow is? Well, I've been saying it a lot lately, so I'll say it again. It's election day. For Monday, January 7th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. Money Talks, now teach it to hug. For 20 years, your community foundation for Loudoun and Northern Fauquier counties has helped generous donors support causes here at home. I'm Amy Owen, president of the Community Foundation. Won't you join with us and others who wrap their charitable vision and arms around this community? From memorial funds to scholarship funds to donor advice funds, our staff makes it easy and rewarding to create a personal foundation and everlasting legacies. Your wish, your vision, we grant it. Find us at communityfoundationlf.org. Today's Morning Minute is brought to you by the Community Foundation for Loudoun and Northern Fauquier Counties. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Last November, you may recall, State Senator Jennifer Wexton handily won a seat in Congress. That opened up a job in the State Senate, and it means people in the 10th State Senate District will be asked to go to the polls again tomorrow to pick someone to serve the last year of Wexton's term. Both names on the ballot tomorrow already have experience in Richmond in the House of Delegates. They are Democrat Jennifer Boisco, who currently represents the 86th District, and Joe May, who represented the 33rd District for 20 years. Of course, if Boisco wins, that means we may have another special election to fill a seat she would leave. Wexton actually first got the seat she is now leaving behind in a, another special election in January 2014. About 16,000 people, less than 8% of the registered voters in the district, turned out for that one. If turnout is similarly low tomorrow, a small minority of people will be deciding the, the district's next state senator. The district includes Leesburg and points north, east along the Potomac, north of Route 7, and then turns south across Dulles Airport to Chantilly. You can Google Who's My Legislator online to find the General Assembly's tool to find out if you're in the district. The story on our website has an overview of the two candidates so you can get to know them before you vote. So go to loudnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, the town of Round Hill is the fifth Loudoun town to put out a statement on the potential negative impacts of the rock wool plant planned for Ranson, West Virginia, with the Bluemont Citizens Association joining in to boot. Last week, the Round Hill Town Council voted unanimously on a resolution calling on Governor Ralph Northam, Attorney General Mark Herring, the Board of Supervisors, and state and federal representatives to, quote, take any and all legal action to fully and strictly enforce all local, state, and federal environmental regulations on the potential Rockwell facility, end quote. Since it is in West Virginia, of course, we here in Virginia are already enforcing all local and state environmental regulations on the plant, to wit, none. It's in West Virginia. But Round Hill sits about 12 miles from the side of the plant, which will put out tons of pollution into the air every year if and when it's completed. There, Danish company Rockwool will melt rock to spin into mineral wool insulation. The difference between Round Hill and the other towns, though, is that Round Hill's resolution does not call for legal action to stop the plant from being built. Councilman Michael Hummel said that it's not in the town's realm to stop something taking place outside of its jurisdiction. Quoting now from the resolution, quote, Loudoun County and the town of Round Hill are culturally dependent upon an environment free from excessive air and water pollution that would harm its citizens' health, degrade its agricultural products, inhibit and discharge tourism, and devalue its citizens' quality of life and property values, end quote. Not sure if that's supposed to discourage. They're also calling for recurring air and water sampling once the plant is complete. 
The Bluemont Citizens Association's resolution is a little more direct, making clear that the plant's hazardous air pollution could be carried into Loudoun by wind and affect residents, water, livestock, and plants. Opposition to the construction of the plant about six miles from the Loudoun County border started to pick up in October when the Board of Supervisors voted unanimously to ask the Virginia Department of Environmental Quality to perform a study on the plant's impacts. Since then, Hillsborough, Hamilton, Leesburg, and Middleburg have passed resolutions about it and now Round Hill. The town of Percival will vote on a resolution about this tomorrow, and the town of Lovesville is expected to do the same soon. An 18-year-old man from Percival has been charged with involuntary manslaughter and DWI after a fatal crash on Morrisonville Road Friday morning. According to the Loudoun County Sheriff's Office, the victim was jogging along the road when she was struck by a vehicle driven by Zachary Fry. A passerby came upon the crash scene where the vehicle had crashed into a tree along the road at about 7.30 a.m. The victim, whose identity has not been released, died at the scene. And Loudoun County supervisors have voted overwhelmingly not to support a potential deal with the Dulles Greenway that would mean limited distance-based tolling and guaranteed toll increases until 2056. Under the state's current deal with the Greenway, which expires at the end of the year, the State Corporation Commission must approve toll rate increases equal to the increase in the Consumer Price Index, plus 1%, the increase in real gross domestic product, or 2.8% annually, whichever is highest. A deal negotiated by County Chairman Phyllis Randall and State Delegates John Bell and David Reed would extend that until the road gets handed over to the state in 2056. It would also implement distance-based tolls of a dollar per mile up to five miles during off-peak hours for EasyPass customers. If we assume the toll we have today increases by 2.8% annually, which is sort of the, the bottom number, the, it, the least increase, you're looking at tolls of upwards of $15 one way during peak hours uh, come 2056. But supervisors voted 8-1 to one to oppose that bill in the General Assembly, with only Randall voting against They also had an hours-long confrontation with Greenway representatives in the boardroom before doing that, which you can read about in the story on our website. Basically, they were trying to get at how the Greenway came to have a billion dollars in debt. The people in favor of this deal, including the Greenway, argue that if the current deal expires at the end of this year, they'll be able to get even higher toll rate increases, which they had been doing before the current deal was struck in 2008. Those opposed welcome having that battle in front of the State Corporation Commission, which oversees these tolls. When the guaranteed toll increases go away, to get any toll increase approved, the Greenway has to demonstrate a few things, including that the toll prices do not discourage using the road. County supervisors say they obviously do. Anyway, either way, this is something that the General Assembly will ultimately decide. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loud and Calendar Dance, King Studios in Leesburg is hosting their Salsa, Tango, and Swing group class and social tonight, starting at 7.45 p.m. No experience or partner required. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, strike a deal to get guaranteed annual listenership increases for us by telling all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay. Have a great day.